0: You're listening to Art of the Float. Hey guys, this is Dylan Colm, one of the co-hosts of Art of the Float, and I am... I don't know what you call this. I like get a bonus episode. It doesn't feel like a bonus to me. Um, I wanted to record this episode because we had some crazy flooding last night and I just wanted to kind of put down what's going on right now um, rather than wait till uh, the next recording time. And we have uh, Mike Aronson, um, who's a SEO whiz um, on for our next episode. So I'm really excited to talk with him and I don't want to eat up all the episode talking about my stuff so i figured i'd just wedge this one in if anybody wants to hear about my friday night where i got to partay so just a little background um so this is all regarding our flotarium float tank and i mean those puppies are pretty old and the filtration systems are (laughs) ancient um I don't want to disrespect whoever came up with the filtration systems but I I will say that filtration systems have come a long way since um their creation or at least the the one that we got. So um the one that we bought was looked like, I don't know, 60s sci-fi. It was really interesting looking and and um, pretty quickly was falling apart too. So um, what it looked like almost doesn't matter because I replaced it pretty early on in the lifetime of the float shop and when I was uh, apparently still just learning how plumbing works, uh, etc. So let's see here. Uh, That's the background. So I rebuilt the uh, filtration system. Um, I mean, from scratch, so built the inline, not built, but <clears throat> added an inline heater, pump, a filtration pump, uh, which is uh, not a mag drive, by the way, and um, added a filter cartridge as well, or filter housing, sometimes they get that confused, and um, it's gross, it's ugly, it's uh, all sorts of uh, white PVC piping at 90 degree angles, and just all over the place, it's not held together properly, it's, it's really rough, and probably my least proud part of the float shop. Um, and unlike the other two, um, actually now all three float tanks, the filter housings have uh, white boxes over them. So they look, you know, at least um, covered up so you don't see all the all the mechanics inside. But uh, on this one we don't, which is also embarrassing. So um, uh, that is where I was at as of yesterday. So, um, uh, once a month, for Friday nights, I uh, take photos for the martial arts school that I go to, and I've been doing that for, I don't know, um, eight years, something like that, and I uh, really enjoy it, uh, but it does mean I'm away from my cell phone. So I um, got out of testing and um, saw, saw a few phone calls and saw a few texts. I uh, started texting with Sandra and started finding out that there was a leak in Flotarium. And that there was a lot of water and the water was raining down uh, the ceiling. She, she referenced when that had happened to me when we uh, close to when we first opened. So, um, it, <laughs> I mean, I guess stress spikes upward, but also at the same time, it's like, how are the clients doing? What was the impact? Um, how do we rectify this ASAP? And... Um, I finally realized texting was silly, just sitting in a parking lot texting was silly. So called her um, and, and for about half of the drive home, really clarified what was going on, um, that uh, she she wasn't sure where the, the leak was, but it was in the plumbing system, uh, which is good to know, it's not the actual float tank. 95, 98% of the water had drained. So it was, um, I mean, it was empty. The water was on the floor. They had found the sub pump and were, were pumping the water off the floor into the shower. So that was going down the drain. Um, and uh, which just a little part of me was like, that's nah, money going down the drain, but it's not that bad, whatever. I know Amy <laughs> has to flush her like every six months, something like that. So um, then um, found out that we had uh, told the floaters about what was going on. And um, uh, there are three floaters, I believe. Two of them were cool with rescheduling. I'm sure we gave them a, a free float credit. I mean, that's the least we could do. Um, another woman was re- so excited about floating and just really wanted this experience really badly, even if there was sound. And so she um, she did end up floating and ended up having a nice one. Um, although I would say I would I would have preferred, um, everybody out of the building just so we can make as much noise as possible, not as possible, as necessary and, and really get it done. But, um, yeah, so Sandra, I can tell is stressed over the phone. I can, I can hear it in her voice. Um, but not the kind of stressed, like, um, the kind of stress that I can see in her, but most other people can't see, you know, somebody... You know, we've, we've been together for a minute. We know each other pretty well. So I know that she's heightened stress, but she's maintaining and making sure everything is, you know, staying really dialed at the float shop, which is so important to me and so awesome that she's able to do that. So I do get to the float shop. I um, um, We live right next door currently. The move is still going terribly, by the way, if anybody's listening to the show uh, knows about that. Anyway, um, uh, so where are we at? Um, it's going... Uh, okay, so I'm at the parking lot, go into the float shop and see, yeah, there is water raining through the ceilings. Um, I mean like, rain Rain means like droplets. There, there are points where literally they um, put holes in the ceiling and it is one continuous flow of water as far as my eyes can read it. Um, and the audio of it is just a stream, so uh, that sucks. Um, as, as I'm seeing all of this, the, the good news is is this has happened before. That's good news and bad news, right? So um, good news is I know we can recover from this, and we can re- most likely recover pretty quickly. Um, I still don't know what the plumbing issue is at this point. So um, th- there's still question marks, but as far as assessment goes, it's like this is not terrible. This is not game over. Um <laughs> Emily is is crying. She's the one who who found it, and I think she she's just so upset. you know, she loves this place and seeing it fall apart like this is, is incredibly upsetting, and I respect that a ton that that's that's her response. I mean that's her response after wonderfully handling clients and after um, managing you know, the sub pump system and getting everything dialed in and everything. and then um and then the whew, that's done. Now, it's time for some tears. <laughs> like I, I totally get that so um uh, you know gave her a hug I, I didn't have you know like heightened reaction either so it's not like um, I was like what's going on here bah, 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 bah. I was like super chill super chill which is good for I think the employees and also there have been enough emergencies at the shop where it's like usually it's waking me up first thing in the morning fly out of bed ask first somehow and um, throw on clothes walk over there handle it and go back to bed. Like it used to be adrenaline dump, freak out, and now it's just like, there's an answer, we'll find it. And the worst thing that can happen is we cancel floats. Um, and, uh, and that's so extremely rare that that does actually happen. So it's chill, we'll figure it out. Um, it actually takes me quite a while before I go upstairs. I'm, I'm hearing the sub-pump going and everything there. Or actually, no, I think, yeah, at the beginning the sub-pump was going, but then I, I just heard them, like, mopping and cleaning and stuff. And, um, and uh, of course, there's the sound of the water dripping down and all that stuff. So um, I, uh, I do check out the Nautilus room. The flotarium is right above the Nautilus room, and I see that no water has gone through the ceiling there. There's no bubbling or anything like that, which is probably testament to two layers of what is it five-eighths sheetrock and um, paint that you you paint ships with so um, that's that's probably pretty uh, pretty resilient there Um, and then it has huge gaps going down the walls so like no matter what it's going to have air transfer going through Um, the other thing that's comforting is um, the first time we had flooding I talked to our plumber and he said you know my immediately my issue was mold and um, just like weakening of the wood and everything, and he said it's completely fine. So that was very confidence inspiring, and so that wasn't a huge panic as as I was assessing this situation either. <clears throat> so I go upstairs, um, you know the water's it's 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 uh, drying out. There's there's salt water, you know, sal- very high salt content on the floor, and I see an elbow joint that I made with PVC piping uh, detached from a straight line of pvc pipe and i see no glue and boy did that suck uh somehow when i built this contraption this monstrosity i didn't add freaking glue pvc piping adhesive stuff to um this joint Mm, 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 mm. uh in the moment, I don't feel the kick in the pants like I do now. In the moment, it was like, wow, three years ago, me, you're an idiot. What the hell? Why were you spacing out while making this? This is important. The other part of me is going, oh, my God, that pipe held together for four years without any glue with no leaking? Oh, my God, that's insane. How the heck did that happen? Um, and, uh, oh. I guess I should I should note that this is all happening around the the last float of the night, so after eight o'clock. I, I didn't really specify the setting there, mm. and um, Portland, Oregon, <laughs> more setting information, and uh, yeah. So there's there's the, the pipe burst. Um, the Emily didn't realize t- um, that she could pull uh, rotate the. Um, what do you call it? It's the, the shut off house. And, um, so that was very good to note, um, in, in kind of emergency situation of, of that didn't happen. And, um, yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's the story I think. Um, and then Sandra and I did a lot of downloading, um, pretty, pretty good chill downloading. It got a little heated for a little bit. Um, I think just stress levels were, were showing themselves at that point, and then um, I think pretty quickly we realized what was going on, <laughs> and we realized, wait, you know what, let's just focus on uh, what's going on here, getting this put together, back together and everything, and um, that that's the most important part, um, and uh, kind of switched our attitudes back to appreciation for each other, not like snipping at each other or anything for, for what was, what was missed or anything. Like we realized like, wait, this is totally an opportunity for us to both learn, grow, be better managers, be better owners of a float center and up our game. Um, and so one of the biggest takeaways from all of this, uh, sorry, this isn't a regular, regular episode. I've got a cat on my lap. He's very energetic at the moment. Sorry. So, um, um, let's see here. So Emergency procedures, I think, was the one of the biggest takeaways we had from this one was uh, what do you do if there's a leak? Probably that's the most obvious one is make sure every employee knows you're going to have a moment of shock where you don't you, – you're not thinking. You're just going, oh, my God, there is an inordinate amount of water shooting out of a pump like the or out of a pipe is – absolutely insane to witness um and your brain is processing all like the effects of what's going to happen and just just oh shit you know is like all that's going through your mind and I've, i've experienced that several times and i can guarantee that's what emily was experiencing and um i think i mean the first thing for emergency procedure is have that moment and know that the next thing you need to do is turn those valves if it's water turn off those valves turn off the pump Number one importance. Um, other things we were thinking about is like, what if an outlet goes down? What if does that mean a pump is down? Like, what are emergency procedures for backups um, in case? Just really starting to spread out the the view of not just plumbing, but what are all the backup issues? What are all the backup plans? We started looking at wires and making sure that they're all um, off of the floors. Um, that was one thing where there there's a an old wire and um mind you it is it is a disconnected wire uh but it was it a it looks bad and b um if we're gonna have a wire it needs to be elevated off of the ground and so that was a really scary lesson to be honest that that's uh, one I'm, I'm i'm not proud of and uh i'm thankful that everybody's safe and it's all cool but um we gotta have better measures, and I guess you, you'd put that under the preventative one, and um, also just a little aesthetically, it'll look better and everything, um, and so, you know, today, we woke up nice and early, well, Sandra went to the condo, to where we're moving to, to um, uh, take, take care of condo stuff, and, and I woke up early to take care of float stuff, and so, it's been a, a good morning, um, the, the place downstairs in the lobby looks great, um, there is a ceiling issue that uh, we need to cut out some... Um, uh, paint and and repaint it, and uh, in the front lobby, and there's obviously a hole in the in the main lobby or it's main hallway, in front of the nautilus room where all the water was draining. Most of it was draining, and so we need to patch that up at some point. And but but for this morning, it was really just about um, Emily showed up and cleaned out the float tank and uh, the flotarium. I mean, it, it's pretty rare we empty these things, so it was like a great opportunity to just clean it out and. Um, we hauled over salt that is one I guess emergency procedure we have is we always have excess Epsom salt just in case we do lose a batch we can always replace it so um this morning just Abe and myself hauling Epsom salt Emily grabbed a bag of Epsom salt and I think grabbed 650 pounds um to put in the room we're running floats in the other room so Abe and Jackson are doing their thing and um it was when he's not working with with clients is, is grabbing Epsom salt and then um Emily is mixing water, so we're, we're dumping in hot water, and uh, while flotarium has an inline heater for heating it, we also have waterbed heaters underneath. Um, they hum, unfortunately, but uh, when mixing, it doesn't really matter, so uh, that's going on and uh, we're bringing it back up to snuff. Um, We have a floater. It's 11.13 as I'm recording this. We have a floater scheduled for two o'clock. I bet you we could get it up to snuff in time, but uh, we're going to move some people around and see if somebody at two o'clock can float at four. So we're just, we're handling the client situation. We'll make sure that they're taken care of, and we just want to deliver a good float. So there's a possibility that we won't uh, be able to get it up to temperature in time. So um, just because that Slight amount of risk. We're we're uh, we're moving on um, and and uh, calling calling a client. So um, I think that's really it. I I just wanted to get this all down in audio form um, because I think it's important. Um, I mean I I guess I'm a little tired at the moment, but really it all went smooth. Um, we did need to watch an episode of Orange is the New Black afterwards just to wind down. Um, even though we were, we were pretty tired, I, I think we needed that just to kind of disconnect from the shop a little bit. Um, I'm pretty sure we both fell asleep during that, so I think we really were tired. And um, again, we woke up early to get to work, so um, yeah, it's all good. Crazy craziness happens. I'll be curious about your guys' feedback. I, I have a feeling I'll um, be getting some word from, from people about you said this. Uh, you really should be doing that or, or what have you. And I really welcome that feedback and input because while it's embarrassing um, and I feel very exposed, um, I also feel like it's really important. I want to do better. I want this stuff to be better. And um, I mean, I, I consult with people. I, I understand how things should be in new float tank centers, but it's also crazy to be working with a tank from 1991 and, um, work that I did four years ago when I didn't know what I was doing so much and, um, kind of bringing everything up to date and like, and how to do that properly and welcoming information on, on how to do that. So it's, uh, it's an interesting time. It's an interesting, it's almost like a little window back to me three and a half or four years ago, whenever, whenever I did that, it's, it's really weird. Like, Today me wouldn't make that mistake, but that doesn't really matter. That me from back then is impacting me now. So it's, it's a very weird thing. Um, this, this thing I'm, I'm experiencing, that this feeling of time and old me versus new me, it's weird. Don't know how to describe it exactly. Um, so please, uh, if you do have any. Um, input on this, please do share it with me publicly. I I usually prefer just because um, I like other people to learn from this stuff as well. Um, If if you feel like it should be private, of course, that's more than welcome as well. You can always message me or email me, dylan at floatshop.com. Shop is S-H-O-P-P-E. And um, I think that's it. Um, So, well, oh, I should say that this morning, um, one of the first things we did was Put glue on that elbow joint and the pipe and put it back together um, So we will be able to run floats out of this we're closed on Tuesdays Hopefully we'll have a new filtration system by then and and we'll install it um, What I want to do is instead of building my own there are there are a few companies out there that I think make really good filtration systems and that, that I really like so I'll be reaching out to them so I don't have to custom build this thing which you know, to degree, I enjoy, but right now, <laughs> just a plug-and-play sound sounds a lot better to me at the moment. So, um, my goodness, if you have any questions, I'm I'm sure I'll be close to the Facebook. And other than that, um, uh, cue outro music, and and uh, we'll see. Uh, Mike Arnison, um, kind of a personal hero of mine, a g- guy who who was doing SEO and was just amazing. Started doing more and more talks, and uh, eventually just started to be an entrepreneur himself so I'll be excited to talk about him being an entrepreneur and I want to um, just grill him on SEO information and hopefully he's able to break it down to a way that um, I can understand um, because he, he is, um, boy, he, he knows his stuff and, and uh, I know uh, I just want to bring it down so that anybody can, can apply the information that he has. Okay. I think that's it. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Until uh, next Thursday. Mahalo. You're listening to Art of the Float.